This is KOOP HD1 HD3 Hornsby. The Austin Chronicle Show. My name is Kim Jones and I am the editor of the Austin Chronicle, Austin's independent source of news and culture reporting since 1981. Well, the forecast for Sunday is 102 degrees, so it's perfect weather to stand around in the sun and shove hot sauce in your face. That is right, this weekend is the Austin Chronicle Hot Sauce Festival, a particularly perverse annual gathering we've been hosting since 1990. Later in the program, uh, Austin Chronicle food editor Jesse Cape will be here to talk about what to look forward to at this year's festival. Before that, we're going to talk to staff writer Kevin Curtin, who is here to talk about the end of summer and particularly songs to wind down the summer with. Kevin, thank you for dropping by. Thanks for having me, Kim. Sure. So before we get into, you brought about a half dozen songs with you here today. That's right. What's the methodology? What, what were you thinking? The methodology is like, you know, I think there's this thing in uh, this trope in in music coverage where you know this is the the songs of the summer and that's when you're like looking forward to the summer or you're in the midst of the summer and you're craving those summer vibes but i think in austin right now in 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 mid august we're also sick of the summer we're melting we want it to be over <laughs> so i thought it would be apropos to do songs to end the summer and these are all songs that i think would be nice to listen to right now as uh as we're as we're venturing out of the uh 105 degree days they're going they're going to get us over the hump uh, hopefully okay and well, it's just a good slice of austin music like i wanted it to be like our uh austin chronicle music section coverage where it's uh, a very diverse uh, uh, spread of Austin music and different genres and stuff. So we tried to focus on that too. Sounds good. Well, why don't uh, we start with the first track? Do you, do you want to set it up or should we just go into it? No, let's set it up. This is okay. one of my favorite Austin artists, Abhi the Nomad. He is, uh, he's an Indian born rapper who grew up all over the world, son of a diplomat. And his career has really cracked off since moving to Austin a couple of years ago. Uh, his last record, Marbled, went nuts and made him well-known in, in, in hip-hop circles. And now he is starting to leak out tracks uh, from, from his next record, which is going to be called Modern Trash. And, uh, and this is the first, this song in particular is the first thing we've heard from Modern Trash. Uh, and the aesthetic of this record is kind of this like post-apocalyptic, like he's wearing a hazmat suit and all these barren landscapes. So I just thought it was perfect for the end of summer playlist. And uh, it has it has everything you want out of Abby. It's got a silky hook. It's got thoughtful lyrics. It's got really interesting delivery. And in particular, this song takes on the idea of how humans are wrecking the world or the, the planet. Sure. So I, here we go. I this is Abby the Nomad. <laughs> House of Clocks. That's right. That was Abby the Nomad with House of Clocks. He's saying, God ain't going to fix it. He would have done it by now. Not the feel-good song of the summer, <laughs> but kind of a scorched earth message. And uh, we love it. It's a new record. The tracks are just starting to come out now. It's going to be called Modern Trash. Well, okay, for a, a stark tonal shift, uh, why don't you move us into your second selection? Sure. This is by a uh, doom rock slash metal band called Duel. We did a feature on them in May when this record came out. 
Uh, the re- this is the title track, and the record's called Black Magic Summer. One of the cool things about Duel, it's like they were already known quite well in Europe, where they, they've kind of uh, had a lot of success. And this May, they put out this record that I think really really made everybody take notice both locally and and just elsewhere in America. These guys are making such such high level music and it's and it's great recording. The tones are it's like it's kind of like wizard wizardy kind of eternal fire spells, blood, evil despots. It basically sounds like a more evil version of Thin Lizzy. Both our editor, Raul Hernandez, and I have been crazy about this band, and we're going to play the lead cut, Black Magic Summer by Duel. You just heard Duel's Black Magic Summer, and we're going to continue the songs to end the summer with one of the most patient and precious songwriters uh, who lives in Austin right now, the one and only Bill Callahan. Bill was originally known as Smog when he was based in Chicago and kind of just became this arty underground songsmith who everyone uh, fell in love with. I would kind of com- compare him to a, to a modern version of Leonard Cohen. His last record was in 2013 and it was called Dream River and it was just one of his career best records and everybody's been waiting for the next thing and boom, we just got it this month. Uh, The new record's called Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest. This track is from that. It's it's the song where it's this laid back, gentle singer singing about the epitome of rage, which is the Hulk from comic books. Why don't we take a listen to it right now? This is Bill Callahan with The Ballad of the Hulk. Ballad of the Hulk. Bill's got a new record. It's called Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest, out now. And we're going to continue our songs to end the summer. I am loving the sort of wild swings here. Uh, so where are we going next? That's that's what you get out of Kevin Curtin, and that's what you get out of the Austin Chronicle <laughs> music section. Is like we're not just going to cover pop music. You know, we're we're going to cover we're going to cover hip hop. We're going to cover metal. We're going to cover uh, pretentious songwriters. Uh, how about some dance music? Yes, please. Okay, this is TC Superstar. If uh, any of the listeners have seen TC Superstar live, they're known for their for their amazingly dancey live show, which is they have dedicated interpretive dancers. And these are young women who are like UT dance graduates and they're doing the most incredible movements. And it's definitely steals the show. But but during that, you have uh, Connor McCampbell, the lead singer, who has these like, you know, often dour pop songs uh, that have incredible writing. All three of their records are concept records, which is kind of an insane thing in 2019 where it's kind of a track and playlist world. It's like, no, these guys are making a, making a concept record. The newest one is uh, it's called R&D. It came out in May. It's, it stands for uh, Ricky and Dana, the two pro- protagonists and it's an album long love story i want to play the song that starts out the record it's kind of where ricky and dana come together it's called dana be mine this is tc superstar (laughs) 
I love that everybody in the studio right then was just sort of like swaying back and forth, just really feeling it. What was the vibe that you were getting there? That was some youthful summer vibes, you know, young love. uh, But as I said, it's an epic love story. We're moving out of the summer, young love. You know, there's a lot of baggage in the future. But for now, Dana (laughs) Be Mine, that's TC Superstar, such a great band. And I want to go into another pretty young band. This is Temple of Angels. They're a post-punk quintet, uh, members based out of Austin and L.A. They've been on the scene since 2017, and their last two releases have been absolutely stunning. Now they're getting some national buzz in the underground circles. Uh, Here's this driving, dark-hued post-punk with these shimmering guitars that just everything has so much reverb. And at the center of it, you have Brie Morel's vocals that are, are just unrelenting. You're like, when is she going to stop singing on this track? She never stops, and she sounds incredible. This is the A-side of, the, of Temple of Angels' recent 7-inch. It's called Cerise Dream. That was the perfect song for a sad summer night because sometimes summers are sad. You just heard Temple of Angels with Ceres Dream off their new 7-inch. And we're going to end our Songs to End the Summer playlist today with somebody who's not necessarily based in Austin, but they grew up in Austin, Austin Montessori School alumni and son of famous singer Willie Nelson. We have Lucas Nelson and The Promise of the Real. The first time I heard this song, he played it acoustically at his dad's 4th of July picnic, and it just blew my mind. He's He's been a pretty consistently good songwriter, but this song is one of those, like, cuts through the BS in life. Like, it reminds me of... of great folk song from the 60s like Pete Seeger kind of thing where it's got this peaceable vibe but it's also telling you like we need to make a change and uh, it also has to do with gardening which is I think a summer activity right now all of our plants are our are, are, are spring plants are dead and late August early September is when we want to start germinating seeds for your fall garden So let this be a reminder of that. It's uh, Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real off their new record, and it's called Turn Off the News and Build a Garden. Well, thank you, Kevin, for ending this on a, on a bit of a hopeful note. Also, I now know that you have a green thumb, which I didn't know about that. You That's can... right. If anybody needs any uh, habaneros, I have like a thousand over planted. Well, that's a pretty great segue, actually. Uh, for After the break, we are going to be talking to food editor Jesse Cape about the Hot Sauce Festival, where there will be some habaneros in action. Uh, but before we get to that, let's take a quick break for some announcements.
Welcome back to the Austin Chronicle Show. We are in the studios of KOOP Community Radio 91.7 FM in Austin, live streaming through KOOP.org. I am your host, Kim Jones, editor of the Austin Chronicle. And with me now is Austin Chronicle food editor, Jesse Cape, who is here to talk about the 29th annual Austin Chronicle Hot Sauce Festival, which is happening this Sunday at Fiesta Gardens. Jesse, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Of course. So we've been doing this thing for 29 years. Well, not you and me, because we're not that old. But the Austin Chronicle has been hosting uh, this Hot Sauce Festival for 29 years, uh, largest festival of its kind in the world. Uh, What can people who've never been there, what can they expect? Yeah, it started off with just a bunch of people who liked hot sauce, honestly, and they got a few hundred people together, and it turned out now we have upwards of 10,000 people that show up on a Sunday afternoon at the end of August, which is remarkable in itself. Um, But there are hundreds of entries for the contest, which is kind of at the heart of the whole festival. Um, We have individuals, we have restaurants, we have commercial bottlers, there's four categories, And we have two judging rounds where they'll go through and kind of weed out the best ones. And then those are whittled down to the winners. Um, And meanwhile, everyone who's attending the festival gets to walk through this tasting tent. And there are more hot sauces and more chips than you could ever imagine in your (laughs) life. Um, And there's some really amazing ones. There are some that'll, you know, scorch your tongue. But uh, for the most part, they're just really, really great flavors. Um, And it's a really fun sort of communal. You're you're going through, you know, sort of cattle herding down these lines. You're talking to people you've never met before. Yeah, there's there's something definitely uh, bonding about burning your (laughs) mouth with someone uh, from this mystery hot sauce. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Uh, But uh, on top of all of that, there are food vendors uh, that'll help cool you off. We've got Amy's ice cream, uh, Garbo's lobster. Uh, there are food trucks out there, which is pretty great. Makes us think of Maine, which kind of gets us <laughs> a little bit away from... Effects. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff. Tor Cheezel, of course, will be out there. Um, there's beer, ice cream, shaved ice, all that good stuff. Um, and the whole time, there's live music playing. So uh, there's Mariachi Capital, Batty Jr., Harry Idauqua, and of course, Kelly Willis and Bruce Robeson are headlining, which is pretty fun. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. It it's, is. It's 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 hot, but it's a good time, and we'll both be there. We will be there. You all will day. be in the air conditioned. Yeah, <laughs> I will be true. working the Chronicle merchant, so slightly sweatier, but it shifts. Yes, yeah. but still, still a good time. Uh, and also, there is something new this year. A booth. I think it's new this year, a CBD store. Am yep. I correct? Uh, Planet K and their uh, their whole crew were doing a CBD booth, which is pretty telling of the times that CBD is now joining forces with Hot Sauce in Austin, Texas at a festival. Yes. Well, let's let's welcome Kevin back for this part of the conversation. That's hey, right. Kevin. I'm interested to know, <laughs> uh-huh. is there going to be a CBD hot sauce? I and hope so. Can I try uh, it? With any luck, there yes, will be. If not now, soon. Oh. Well, when I was booking the show, it just felt like kismet because uh, Kevin and Jesse both uh, really are covering all angles of of marijuana, legalization, CBD, all of it. So I just wanted you guys to kind of, you know, come in and give the lay of the land. Like, where are we? Kevin, let's start with you because you've been writing a lot of news stories this uh, this summer. Where are we? Where is Texas in terms of the legalization movement? Well, I don't know if legalization is necessarily on the horizon by any stretch of the imagination, 
But I will say that we live in an extraordinary time in Texas history. I would say that for the first time since 1931, you can get uh, caught by the police with marijuana uh, up to a quarter of a pound, which is a huge amount of marijuana, (laughs) and not face any criminal penalties. And... It's not intentional decriminalization, but that would be what the effect of decriminalization is. So we are now for a limited amount of time living in an alternate reality where Texas Mm -hmm. is a progressive uh, cannabis state. And this is spinning out of something that happened in the legislature this year, right? That's right, yeah. and Well, it really is interesting because it follows this letdown of a legislative session where we had, I think it was 59 cannabis bills that were introduced and then none of them, uh, most of them fizzled out. Dan Patrick doesn't uh, want to support anything cannabis Mm -hmm. related. So we got, um, we got two bills through that were pro cannabis and uh, it was much less than anyone uh, had hoped for in the legalization movement. But then one of them had this uh, unintended consequence that has led to this current state of decriminalization. And that is House Bill uh, 1325, which legalized hemp. That was done to uh, to be a financial boon for Texas farmers, for them to be able to grow this profitable cash crop and and get some money out of it. And we had Republican and Democratic, just universal support for it. Uh, Sid Miller, the ag commissioner, is a Republican, even went as far to say, potheads don't get excited by this. You know, this is not about you. And then jokes on him, it led to this confusion regarding lab testing between marijuana and hemp, which are both kinds of cannabis. But marijuana is defined as having more than 003 percent THC. Um, the state of Texas currently does not have enough uh, labs to do a forensic analysis on confiscated cannabis, so they can't tell uh, effectively whether it's hemp or marijuana in terms of how they could say that in a court of law. So we've had this domino effect that's led to our district attorney and our uh, and our county attorney in Travis County saying, we're just not going to prosecute misdemeanor uh, possession of marijuana cases. And how long before the state of Texas puts an end to that? Well, it's, <laughs> it, it, I think as fast as, as, as they can, but it's been estimated as, as 10 to 12 months from June when this uh, started to be an issue. So uh, we have... Uh, quite a bit of time on the horizon, in which case people are not going to be uh, penalized for having recreational amounts of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Well, and this does seem like a really curious moment in time for Texas, where people who are just stridently anti everything cannabis related are starting to see the light. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse, why don't you talk to us about the explosion of, of CBD products? Yeah, it's kind of interesting how um, both CBD and marijuana are just kind of aiming towards the same goal, and they're all under the same umbrella of cannabis. And I think uh, one aspect of it that's kind of changing dramatically uh, and rapidly is people's understanding of the different parts of the plant. Um, CBD, for example, is just one part of the plant, and even on a molecular level, it is absolutely incapable of getting you high. You can't do it. It 
even if you wanted to, you couldn't. Um, and a lot of people are just kind of starting to realize that it does have a whole uh, slew of other effects that are very beneficial, you know, and that's scientifically backed um, for various reasons. But um, yeah, consequently, once the ag bill passed, um, all of these companies that were already in the CBD business and some that were just stor- sort of dipping their toes in because they weren't sure of the legalities and you know the different processes for paperwork and whatnot that you have to go through, once that passed, uh, it kind of opened the floodgates for CBD and Austin is primed and ready for that. Uh, And so now we have shops popping up all over the place. Um, Even in the Chronicle this week, I noticed there's a whole bunch of different ones that I'd never even heard of. uh, Just advertising. Just advertising. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, which is awesome. Um, And I think the more people are aware of it, you can have it sitting on your desk and you're not going to get in trouble Mm -hmm. Um, means, you know, the awareness spreads a lot quicker. And the more people are, are educated about those things, the more they vote that direction, which goes back to all the things Kevin was talking about, too, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So say I'm walking into a, a CBD shop for the first time ever. What what can I expect? Um, you know, a lot of them uh, are trying to focus on Texas products. Specifically, Texas is a big state. There's people all over the state making different things. Um, but Right now, it's still in the in the green rush, is what they're calling it. Uh, and the green rush means that ultimately, it's just about the products uh, themselves and not necessarily what state they're coming from. Um, but there's a collective downtown. Uh, I wrote an article a couple weeks ago, I believe, about that. And they're taking all these different companies from Austin and Texas and kind of joining forces so that they can not only distribute the rent which downtown rent, it's no secret, it's ridiculous. Um, So these tiny little companies that otherwise wouldn't even be able to have a storefront at all now have a storefront where they, someone, you know, like you can walk in and say, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing here. These are my, you know, issues that I want to try to alleviate. What do I do? Point me in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And they have different people. It might be beef jerky. It might be a tincture. It might be something for your pet. And they can kind of sample it out and do that whole thing. So it's pretty cool. The CBD vape pens are also becoming popular. Those are a big thing. Yeah. And there's also hemp flowers, which I saw in a smoke shop the other day. And for those of you who don't know, they look exactly like marijuana buds, which Mm -hmm. is kind of what he was, Kevin was talking about too. If you get stopped with these things, there's no way for anyone right now to definitively prove that it is one or the other without these lab tests, which is why it's all a snafu, (laughs) a very good snafu right now. (laughs) Well, what are some of the things that people would turn to for, for, would turn to CBD for? I mean, there's a whole list of things. Um, Anxiety is a big one. Um, It's not going to cure any, you know, medically diagnosed situations, but it does alleviate symptoms. Um, And I could go on for days about the science behind it, but we've written about it. So, you know, there's plenty of articles in the Chronicle to do that with. Uh, But yeah, so uh, that's one of them. People say it helps them with headaches, uh, manage stress levels, keep your heart rate low, all those good things. And, uh, you know, I think everybody's different. So who knows? And there's a, there's a product, Joint paint there's is a another product one. out there for everybody. Yeah. And pets is a big thing, too. Yeah. There's a lot of people, older dogs who have joint issues, can't jump up on the bed anymore, so on and so forth. And they've seen a lot of results uh, with their pets. 
One thing I would add to the explosion of cannabis-related businesses in Austin is that last week came the announcement that Leafly would be opening a downtown Austin office. Leafly is one of the most uh, respected amongst marijuana users, uh, resources for finding strain information. Uh, say you like, you have some sour diesel and okay, what is this? Oh, it's, a it's a sativa. Does it's, it's uplifting. Does it have pain relieving properties? Da, 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 da. Leafly is the best resource for that. They're a recreational cannabis focused business, but they don't actually touch marijuana. They facilitate information around marijuana, and they're opening an Austin office. They've reportedly already hired 30 employees, so we're seeing actual well-known cannabis businesses investing locally. Yeah. Wow. Well, guys, it's a whole new world, and we are going to keep covering it. So thank you both for coming in today, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that is going to do it for our show this week. Uh, thanks to Kevin and Jesse. Thank you to our engineer, Bob Daly. Thanks to Co-op. And thank you to Kevin again, as well as Jonas Wilson for writing our theme music.